0: The Commerce Department has launched a new economic initiative, as called for in the 2020 CARES Act. It dispatches what the program calls development fellows to needy places throughout the country. Here with more on the Economic Recovery Corps program, the Deputy Assistant Secretary of Commerce for Regional Affairs, Craig Burstadi. Mr. Berstadi, good to have you with us.
1: Good morning, Tom. Thanks so much for having me. Excited to be here.
0: And tell us about this program, its genesis, and how it works, the Economic Recovery Corps.
1: So the Economic Recovery Corps was part of a strategic portfolio of programs that EDA, the Economic Development Administration, deployed as part of our pandemic relief efforts. Our agency was appropriated nearly $4.5 billion through the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Securities Act, the CARES Act, and the American Rescue Plan Act. And we designed a portfolio of programs to support the economic recovery. Uh, this is one of many, but a really strategic one for us, which I'm excited to dive into today.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it's targeted at areas that already needed economic recovery even before the pandemic. It has a decidedly New Deal sound to it, name-wise.
1: That's a fair point, Tom. I like to think about it as, you know, one analogy that comes to mind is if you're going to build a house, you need a plan, you need team members, you need builders, you need carpenters, you need electricians. And bringing that all together is a blueprint. Well, in the $4.5 billion that I mentioned, which, oh, by the way, is roughly 10 times EDA's normal annual budget, we deployed a historic amount of investments, a truly diverse portfolio of investments that are now taking shape and charging forward across the nation. But to maximize those impacts, we wanna make sure that as many communities as possible have access to the benefits of those investments. And that includes both participating in the programs that we're funding or benefiting from the new infrastructure that will be built, but also benefiting from the insights, the lessons and the practices themselves. So the core, this army of experts, if you will, will serve as a great platform to share resources, to share ideas and share opportunities so that the nation as a whole can benefit from this transformational investment.
0: Now, these fellows that are being dispatched or this army, as you mentioned, they (laughs) work for local organizations that are receiving grants from EDA. Is that how it works?
1: Yes, a little bit. We have partnered with a third party coalition led by the International Economic Development Council, or IEDC, as we call them, to lead the fellowship effort. They have partnered with a number of other organizations, and they will be designing, launching, and recruiting these fellows to then place into, yes, you're right, local economic development organizations. So these will be subcontractors, but funded through the grant to the International Economic Development Council. So what's important to note here is these will be sponsored fellows and the local economic development organizations will benefit from those salaries and expenses to increase their capacity and connectivity to the broader industry and national efforts at large.
0: And these people are what, economists or what are they? I mean, what kind of skills do they bring?
1: Great question. I hope they reflect a variety of skills because to build a truly inclusive, diverse, resilient economy, I believe and have often called this a team sport. You need planners, you need economists, you need small business support experts, you need entrepreneurs and innovators. At the core, we do envision this to be largely focused on early to mid-career professionals. But depending on the needs of local economies and the needs of the organizations that are suited to host these fellows. I anticipate this will create a very diverse cohort of Recovery Corps fellows that are, again, representative of the diverse economic activity across the nation.
0: We are speaking with Craig Burstati. He is the Deputy Assistant Secretary of Commerce for Regional Affairs. So these folks will arrive at a local area working for an agency at the state level, maybe the county level or the municipal level. Fair?
1: Yes, Tom, that's exactly right. And I want to build on that for a second, because what you've highlighted, when we place fellows in strategic locations across the nation where we have some working at a state level some working in uniquely challenging industry areas maybe transitioning from fossil fuels to renewable energy others working at a more localized county or city level we can benefit through that diversity by aggregating insights for the benefit of the nation so i truly hope and know that we will create a cohort of fellows where we can gain strategic insights on city-led economic development, state-led economic development, unique industry challenges, and more. Uh, And in turn, on the top of the call, I mentioned how this will benefit, can benefit immediately the communities that are receiving this sort of technical assistance, but really as a nation, we can learn from this network or platform of effort across the nation.
0: Well, let me put this at the local context, you know, if you ride through any of the rural areas in the United States, there are millions of small towns. And usually you see empty factory buildings, you know, with long rows of windows or boarded up this or that, and they used to manufacture things there, and now they no longer do. So is the intent to try to restore manufacturing? And if that's the case, do they have to do it with a windmill? Or if there's a good natural gas supply or or a diesel fuel supply nearby, can they go ahead and work on ways to restore their manufacturing? Or does this also have to help some other agenda, like windmills and solar panels?
1: Great question, Tom. I've got a couple key points I want to hit on here, which is, first... EDA, for its 57 years in existence, we have always supported and thrived on, frankly, localized, place-based approaches. So whatever direction we're going to support in the local economy, it should reflect the best interests that are most suitable for the current and future economic conditions of a region's economy. So yes, it's possible we may find ourselves supporting a rural community's transition from manufacturing to a new industry, or it could be a simple evolution of supporting a manufacturing base evolved to an advanced manufacturing base. But the theme will be supporting what is best and most suitable for those local regions. And that complements my earlier comments on finding and placing a diverse set of fellows that reflect the needs of our local regions and their respective economies. My last point here is you talked about the vacant buildings in so many of our distressed communities. The hardest part with figuring out where to go and ultimately your question, you know, what are we trying to achieve in some of these communities? The first thing you need is the planning resources and the human capital to do that work. So we hope that this Economic Recovery Corps will be a national platform of human capital to bring those resources and bring those ideas forward from that ideation stage to implementation.
0: Sure. And the fellows that do arrive in a certain area, it's possible then that they could have already that regional knowledge. That is to say, someone's not going to show up in rural West Virginia necessarily. Hey, I just arrived from Marin County and I'm here to help you with your West Virginia problems.
1: That's exactly it. And on top of that, Tom, if we're placing a fellow in rural West Virginia, how can we catalyze change and accelerate change and growth by connecting that fellow with a similarly suited fellow in places like rural South Dakota, rural North Dakota? There is great knowledge sharing, practice sharing that can happen here. So we're not forced to reinvent the wheel in certain communities because of a lack of resources. So often we hear from our partner organizations, which are nonprofits, city governments, workforce development boards that are lean. Their budgets are lean, their resources, their teams are lean, and they're so focused on what's happening within their organization, it's hard for them to build the resources to look outside, to learn from others that are facing The same challenges and and in many cases are succeeding. So we want to create that connectivity across the nation to accelerate change and growth.
0: And what will the metrics of success be for this program? Jobs created in a region or tax revenues? How do you measure it?
1: So absolutely, we want to be creating jobs first and foremost. But to do that, we need to be, as I said earlier, creating the capacity to do that. So one of the things we'll be looking for is Are these fellows leading to increased resources, plans, and capacity within the region? And that can be measured in possibly state, federal, or philanthropic investment into projects because of the work of the fellows. It could be measured by successful, complete plans and goals, designing a new direction or vision for a region, and it could be an influx of talent or other capacity measures into the region because of a variety of outcomes through the fellows' work. Again, it really depends on the strategies and the gaps or needs of each respective region. But as a whole, this national platform, we hope to support many of those outcomes.
0: Sure. And if all else goes wrong, you can always build microbreweries. They seem to be everywhere.
1: <laughs> on that note, I got to say, we're seeing a lot of exciting impacts in our rural communities through agricultural tourism, travel, uh, travel and travel tourism, bringing people to breweries, wineries, kayaking, camping, you name it. There's a lot of economic development potential there right now.
0: Craig Burstati is Deputy Assistant Secretary of Commerce for Regional Affairs. Thanks so much for joining me.
1: Tom, great to be here. Happy to help anytime.
0: And we'll post this interview along with a link to more information at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.